to the CFG Gamecast episode number 19, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers alike to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We stream a new episode on Saturdays and release a podcast services uh, like on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean. So show us some love. Follow us on our Twitch channels to not miss an episode. You can always check out Flexus's awesome fighting games on Flexus. Two underscores, not one. The other one, first one may take you to porn. I'm just kidding. No, let's go with two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or you can go on Smitty2447 to check out some awesome uh, uh, Overwatch slash uh, variety streaming content. Or you can check out the awesome crew uh, with Mr. CFG himself on CFG Games. We just play a lot of different kinds of fun stuff. Uh, I am Davis Green, and with me today are a group of fellow gamers. This week we have Lexus is back on uh, with us today. Uh, today from his from her nice nice trip or slash vacation. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Feeling good. No more jet lag, which is really nice. So. Oh yeah. Oh God. How bad? Is, how bad is jet lag for you? <laughs> I uh. So I've heard that jet lag is harder for people going from West Coast to East Coast than East Coast to West Coast. And it's like a two-hour time difference in Chicago. So it was actually pretty rough for me because, like, I'd have to go to bed earlier than I normally do <laughs> just because it would be, like, so dark out and then wake up. It, it was it was really weird. I think on top of the fact that, like, you're in Chicago, but uh, the, the day day isn't long. Is, is it longer or is it shorter in, uh, when you go further north, though? So, like, I have no uh, idea. <laughs> yeah, so it's because it could be like six o'clock at night. It, it could be six o'clock and the sun's already set, as opposed to Arizona, oh, where yeah. it's like, hey, it's gonna set at like eight thirty, right? Stuff, so, yeah, so that's that's all. Yeah, it's it's funny, but it uh, <laughs> but still, but that's cool though. That's awesome. Uh, did you uh, uh did you enjoy your trip? I really did. I was able to have a good time, and I had a couple of cool mm -hmm. opportunities with the fighting game community to do commentary and play some sets and compete while I was there. So that was really neat. Oh, I saw I saw some of your commentary. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it was really good. I, I I didn't. The only day I competed was for a Samurai Showdown. I didn't do very good, like I always expect, because uh, I never mm -hmm. practice. But the commentary was really fun. It was, it, and I uh, I ran my first bracket. So shout out to to Low Kick briefly for having me do like help out with that and letting me do commentary and bloat my my ego by talking about fighting <laughs> games. So. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. It's also cool. It's also cool. I mean, it introduces you to more aspects of it. So that's that's always oh, yeah. awesome. That's all. That's all, yeah. That's all you can ask for. So. Awesome, cool deal. And uh, with me today, as always, I got the five-star general of the itty-bitty Smitty Committee. I got Smitty in the third seat. How you doing, man? Doing well, my friends. Uh, week two of of uh, uh, the new job ended. Uh, it was fantastic. It's been great. I I, I managed to stab myself uh, in the finger last week, so that was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> okay. And do that Why? was yeah. I, I was trying to. So there was a zip. Uh, there was a zip tie uh, around these XLR cables, and I was trying to. You know how tight how tight they are. So I was trying to get the scissors in between. You know the XLR cable and a zip tie without you know messing up the cable or anything and i'm sitting there trying to kind of force it and it like slips out and like i have oh, like i'm God. holding it like this and i'm just like Quah! like right right here in the in the crease uh of your finger is where i got myself oh, so like man. of course i'm bleeding all over the place i'm like gosh damn man it's like come on man like <laughs> you know i'm just i'm just here I'm like i'm not even two weeks deep and i'm over here stabbing myself it's like come on buddy oh, uh yeah so that was crazy um but yeah i really got in uh you know starting to work on on some of the bigger things that we're going to be releasing uh towards the end of uh september um i also uh you know we talked about um uh, over there they we're going to test for doing a uh, game Gaming and esports uh, podcast uh, uh, for them as well. I'll be uh, uh, working with another guy that's an uh, editorial, so I'm excited about oh, that wow. to have that opportunity. Yeah, that could be that could be huge, especially on a local level. Um, no one's really doing it. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure there are some people, but uh, the company is is a pretty big company as well, so they have a huge audience. So I think, you know, that could, uh, I think the opportunity is there and it could be a good opportunity. 
opportunity to expand some. So I'm excited. I'm excited. That's cool. Like that's once again, awesome. just taking. Yeah, no kidding. Like take advantage of any opportunity that comes to you, man. That's that's really the cool thing about it. So uh, yeah, definitely keep it up, uh, man. That's that's awesome. And uh, as always, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as always, I've just been uh, working, working, working as it usually goes. Uh, we uh, were covering three different events at the same time this last weekend, so this was a uh, kind of a. Uh, uh, Kind of annoying. It was like it was really annoying on just keeping up with all of that. But at the same time, like I had no sleep yesterday because uh, of a water leak that decided to randomly come out uh, where I'm at. So, oh my gosh. Uh, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and then, you know, it's funny. I feel like it's my fault though, too, because like uh, what happened was that like uh, in the morning, I was like, I always like to, uh, it, on the beginning of the weekend, I like to go do my laundry. So I go into the laundry all my stuff inside and then i'm like okay cool turn on the water so i'm gone and i'm like okay time to go to sleep it's like five o'clock in the morning uh i come back and then i'm uh, and i'm seeing that the water is still just coming up uh like just spouting all over the place because the faucet broke because it fully corroded uh so oh. i had to use a wrench to shut oh the water gosh. down and there's a giant pool of water yeah so oh, i had to go no. to, yeah it was ridiculous. We got that fixed today, like maybe literally three hours before we started the podcast. And uh, nice. it cost, yeah, it cost me almost $600. And I'm like, Jesus, like, I'm about to go to Japan too. And it makes me so mad that like, I had to drop oh. it on this. And, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. The real so it was kind of. Mm-hmm. So the real question is are you wearing clean clothes now? <laughs> I am wearing clean clothes. <laughs> I had literally, like, yeah. So, like, my. My the the load I had was literally just specifically was my like you know my workout shorts and all my like you know my my okay. pants and stuff and then I'm like I luckily I had like two good two good pairs left and I was like thank God because <laughs> I'll be wearing yeah. slacks all over the place <laughs> <laughs> but that is cool that's cool but uh, anyways uh, uh, let's get down to it and we'll be getting in on the fun. So as always, uh, we're, each of us will choose a new topic of discussion within video games from the previous week. The topic would or could be about a specific game or something that happened in the gaming industry. And uh, we also don't want to just talk about it uh, ourselves. We also want you, the viewer, uh, the, the viewer, to go check uh, to be a part of it too. So if you have anything interesting to say or you have a, your own two cents about what we're talking about, chime it in inside the chat. Smitty here will definitely check it out, and if it's good, if it's really cool, we'll put it inside our podcast, uh, our podcast too, with and, uh, with good reps and stuff. So definitely, it's a, all good fun, and uh, we definitely let, enjoy the company and opinions too. <clears throat> okay, so let's go. Let's get to it. I will start since I don't think I've started in a long time, so kind of getting a little bit, you know, kind of been forgetting a little bit. So let me let me kind of get. Uh, <laughs> get back in the groove of it <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh my yeah so my thing was my the announcement of of uh resident evil um so you know it's funny i have like a weird love-hate relationship of resident evil like when it first came out i hated it like the uh first the first one was cool but i did not like two it didn't make any sense mm-hmm. to me but then uh but then for some reason the remake kind of got my love back into the series again no, um, i'll take it back resident evil the re- the, the the game that reintroduced the series back like i guess it was resident evil 7 came about three years mm-hmm. ago uh that got me uh, back into liking the series again and um so when i started uh so now when they announced uh they announced recently that uh that they are going to be adding a uh there's a new project that resident evil is going to be doing that uh I, I was definitely hyped they don't have the official name but they're going to be announced revealing it at the tokyo game show this year so uh cap uh so in the article of polygon that i'm referencing this uh capcom will reveal a new resident evil project called project resistance ahead of uh the tokyo game show september uh, uh 2019 on september 9th so there's going to be a video on september 9th and uh but they did release the teaser uh like a teaser web page of of it's called uh of it called project resistance as uh smitty i'm assuming is showing it on on the screen right now so uh, so in Project Resistance, you see the RE is read out, is read it out, but then the other stuff is around. So we know. So this is basically their subtle way of saying, yeah, this is going to be a Resident Evil game, but it's not probably going to be something that that we haven't seen before. Uh, so 
the trailer uh, is going to be revealed on Ca at Capcom's YouTube page at 8 a.m. PST. That's going to be, uh, yeah, that's a good time. Uh, and the Tokyo Game Show attendees will be able to watch gameplay at the Capcom booth at set times during the uh, during the show. So uh, I am surprised that we have the opportunity to be at the show for this year because I'm definitely going to be, I'm re I reached out to Capcom asking if I can get a press release, a press, uh, press access to it so that would be that's simply awesome so definitely looking forward to that uh but so i'm totally hyped about this i love i love horror games even though i'm not good at horror but i love i love horror games uh so this one is uh one's close to my heart i just wanted to see what y'all's reactions are towards the upcoming uh resident evil game oh i'm absolutely stoked for it i'm a diehard resident evil fan um Particularly on the media side, I love the movies. I I would do mm -hmm. cosplay of Resident Evil uh, back in back in my younger days, and I I just love it. And I really fell in love with the remake, or yeah, remake I should say for the second game. And so I was so excited to know that they're making a brand new one because now I'm really starting to get back into the gaming franchise for Resident Evil. So. And, and I trust Capcom. They always put out good content and things like that. And Resident Evil is a classic game, so I can only imagine it's going to be good. I'm uh, I'm really stoked for it. You like the movies? What movie did you like the best? That's hard to say. I think obviously <laughs> the first one is going to hold a special uh, place in my heart because it is the first one, and it's uh, you know it introduced the series really well. Um, and mind you, like obviously the movies don't really follow the franchise very well, but it was yeah, still no really enjoyable. They're really enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, like, but yeah, but yeah, the first uh, kind of veering a little bit off course, but the first one was probably the best one when it came to the story. But to me, like, uh, but then the, they kind of went a little bit on on the silly side later on. But it was, oh, it, yeah. was fun. it is true. It does have it does put a special place in uh, in my heart too with the movies. But uh, what about you, Smitty? Are you hyped up? To, did you ever play Resident Evil? I'm not a Resident or? Evil person. Oh, here's here's on, my deal. Man. Here's my deal. Dude, I, I am not a big fan of horror games. Like, I don't need to be stressed out. I'm not playing video games to get stressed <laughs> out like that. <laughs> I am playing video games to de-stress. So, like, something about horror games. And don't get me wrong, though, because, like, I like, I enjoy playing Dead by Daylight, but you don't ever really see me playing Dead by Daylight by myself. I enjoy playing playing it with my friends it's creepy but i feel like i got other people there like when it's just me you're just solo dolo like that is terrifying man the noise the sound you know what i mean like they do a great job with that stuff but i watch you know i've watched streams like that and like that stuff just gets it, it it's a lot i might i've thought about yeah. doing them you know what i mean or trying them out or you know so it, it may be something that i do in the future just because i i don't those games make me very uncomfortable um but, uh, you know, it could be fun to, to do that. But, yeah, I'm not really... Again, I, I have played some of the Resident Evils. I don't think I've ever beaten a Resident Evil, but I've played some. I remember having one for uh, the Wii. I don't even know what that one is. I don't know the... Like, I'm not really familiar with the storyline uh, or any yeah. of that stuff. Um, but they're fun games to play. I, I see why people enjoy them, especially, you know... You know, if, uh, uh, people that have been following along the story. You mentioned the uh, the films as well. Uh, you know, and, and I remember they did. They, they started out like serious, and then they got they got really silly. Um, but still, I mean, people people enjoy them. People uh, watch them. I know I watched. I think I watched almost all of them. I don't know if I watched the last one, but uh, you know, I watched them just to, just to get some context uh, of the game because I haven't played through the games. You know. Oh yeah, well yeah, definitely. I mean. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's like it. it it's it is a grown taste to really kind of like to get into something that kind of scare yourself because it does kind of. You're right. It does kind of pick up your adrenaline <laughs> a little <laughs> bit when it's, when it's freaking you out. Like, uh, like I think a game, a game like you know, really. But I don't know if Resident Evil. Now the new Resident Evil, the one that recently came out, that one scared the crap out of me, regardless of all the stuff because of the first person views and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. like the older ones, not as bad. Uh, I would say it's not as bad. Now there are there are like you know jump parts of it. Oh yeah! Uh, but oh I, my god! Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Flex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it, <laughs> yeah, but like other, but for the most part, it's not as bad as you think it is. Now, if it's like outbreak. Then yeah, you then I can easily <laughs> see you never wanting to play get like a, a horror game like that again. Outbreak is pretty 
freaky. Right. <laughs> or yeah. Five Nights at Freddy is something a game that people tell me that I should try playing it like on the stream, but I can't do that because like you're right, you're right. Cause it's like I don't want to click on the camera and then <laughs> come back and see a giant like robotic thing trying to oh, come yeah, and get thank me. You. You know? Oh, thank you. So <laughs> makes a good point. I don't want to play a game that stresses me out. Right, exactly. <laughs> But it, but it, it, it it's it's all fun though you know it's, yeah I mean, yeah it, 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 yeah I mean but but yeah but for some reason I just like something about Resident Evil just pulls me back in I just like like I play like I think I think I'm safe to say I have played every Resident Evil not and that's not including the regular games that's also including uh Gun Survivor uh the the guide uh, guiding the ones that came out the crappy ones that came out on Game Boy Color. The weird, like just the weird ones. Even the online, the the uh, the fall online one that was terrible. I think it was outbreak and outbreak too. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, so yeah, but uh, something about Resident Evil just has something into my heart. It's almost like uh, like Metal Gear. I have to play every Metal Gear regardless. Like right. like when it comes out. But uh, but this one, like for some reason, I'm just so I'm so anticipating this. Like I hope this game is gonna be as good as I think it's gonna be. You know? Yeah, and I think so. <laughs> I think Capcom has been going in a pretty good direction as far as games go. I, like I said, I really want to highlight the fact that the remake for Resident Evil 2 was so good. And so I, I have faith that Capcom will do it justice, but I guess we'll see. Uh, Capcom, uh, Capcom, the only thing that Capcom, yeah, <laughs> the only thing that Capcom really just needs to do is to just put that kind of, that kind of, like, you know, ingenuity, because, I mean, Monster Hunter is killing it. I mean, this new right. Monster Hunter... Is going to be insanely awesome uh, and stuff. Oh yeah! But the uh, one thing that Capcom needs to just do is just show the same kind of love on fighting games. Just please, just just like yeah. like y'all were so money on like the early two thousands and the and, and and like you were dominating in the nineties. But this all of a sudden it just dried out. Now you're on two different. Well, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. No one talks about because of like. How bad of a tank that happened, and I mean, but the, but mostly even Street Fighter Five. Like, I mean, there's things that be, that could definitely be improved on this, and I'm sure Flex, you definitely have probably something to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a little thing. bit of a list. I love the game. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but we just definitely, yeah, we definitely just need to get stuff like that. But no, but no, when it comes to Resident Evil, bring it on. Like, you know, and I feel that that game can can be more than whatever it is because, like. I think the most recent one, the most recent Resident Evil, has uh, uh, proved that because the first-person view of all of that is that was a completely different style that they that they never did before, and it wasn't mm -hmm. relying on you to use ammo like like crazy, like uh, like Chris Redfield and and gang and stuff. So so yeah, I I, I am hoping that they that they uh, that they go on that awesome uh, like you know stream train uh, uh, a train of just awesome stuff. So yeah. yeah, so that, yeah, so that is what's going to, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that that was my two cents on it. So, uh, let's see, that was a good one. Uh, it'll be interesting. Maybe. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what yeah. they do. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know. That's just I don't know why I just I'm just so hyped about. It. I'm not, I haven't been so high, happy about. But like, I, I, like I'm mo I'm mostly known for RPGs. I like to play RPG story driven games and stuff like that. And uh, but this one is like. The small exceptions that that I definitely want to go check it out, you know. So, right. uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, time. Yeah. yeah, Smitty, you are on the hot seat. What is your topic? So I wanted to touch on. I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, I know that with the and all the hype around uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare that'll be coming out. I played it. I, I enjoyed it. I think it's going to be hot, uh, but they're definitely gearing it up. It's going to be and have an esports league. Um, so they've been courting a lot of people, a lot of the same people that uh, uh, have been doing things with the Overwatch League and stuff like that. Uh, they've been courting. I, I went and, and did a little research uh, because I saw that 100 Thieves, I know they were on board um, and they recently actually just pulled out uh, from, from committing to this uh, Call of Duty uh, league and the reasoning why and, and it totally makes sense wow. to me uh, yeah is uh, so nade shot you know feel, feeling like it's a big risk it's 25 million dollars as the franchise fee uh, that is nuts uh, and I, I understand oh now 
Huh? So like, so the, so the way I see is that they are treating this because the people that are that have bought in, even within uh, Overwatch League and stuff like that, are are the sports owners, these billionaires. So twenty five mil, you're a billionaire. You know that's that's not a lot. You know what I mean? To then be able to have a marketable. Uh, sports team, esports team in your city where you can go out and, and sell those dollars. You're helping to build and, and this is what I was talking about as far as uh, this digital rise and esports really rising up and stuff like that. You've got these owners that see that potential. However, um, with with this whole 100 Thieves, this is you're talking about now a an organization that, you know, again, they built that up from the ground up. So $25 million is a huge investment that you don't know if it's going to pay off, you know, or not. So I can understand why, you know, and I think you'll see that with these leagues. You're not going to really see these these uh, esports um, organizations be able to buy in on that larger scale just because for them, that's a huge investment. And, and that could be something that if it didn't work out, it would be absolutely crippling to their business and their organization. Uh, so I thought it was I thought it was oh. interesting. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt there, but I was just wondering, like, because like. Okay, so the highest jack, what's the largest pot that we've seen so far in an esports, like, you know, tournament, like, uh, uh, in general? Like, is it around like 25, was 25, 30 million? Or like, I think the Dota championship was at 35 point something million dollars uh, as the pot for whoever wins it. So wow. to say, yeah, to say that, like, for her team to join <laughs> like a league, at $25 million, that pot would have to at least or would, would literally be like over a hundred, over a hundred, like four, four teams is a hundred million dollars in itself. Right. So like, uh, and I just can't even imagine, like, how could someone be that far off? Like to like to a league to be that far off, to be asking that kind of cash for this kind for those kind of games, you know, especially call of duty. I mean, call of duty is a, is, is, is a very, is big. Don't get me wrong. And like, remember when Call, then Call of Duty earlier on when it started, like with Modern Warfare, the, the the leagues were starting to come up, like big leagues like Phase and stuff like that, was uh, was coming up. Like there was no way to say that uh, uh, to say that you would want like to say that you're going to be risking twenty five million dollars if your team is going to win it all or if it's not. I mean that that's insane, right? Yeah, I think uh, I mean, what's but, crazy too is like. With esports, like don't get me wrong, esports is great and it's a growing franchise, but it's not nearly making enough money to justify that kind of uh, buy-in. And like I googled briefly, real quick, and the the top highest winning prize pool was only twenty million. And at the same what? time, too, you have to look, yeah, only twenty. Like that's still a big number. That's less than the franchise fees. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, and that, that's I don't recall what game that was for because, I, like I said, I just looked it up real briefly. Right. But you know, I as much as I love esports and as much as I'm happy to see it continuing to grow, I just don't think that the numbers are there. You know, this isn't the Super Bowl or like football or you know something that's watched around the world. This is still hitting like a very much a niche market. So the fact that they have this kind of buy-in, I think, is a little a little far-fetched. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, like, but they have oh, teams. They have buy-ins. The people. I mean, again, it's these billionaires that have this kind of money to do it. That's their target audience. I'm. I'm. I mean, that's the way I'm taking that. Their target audience is trying to get on the. You know, again, these franchise owners that own teams and different uh, professional sports are getting. You know, they're getting these uh, leagues. So people, uh, you know, it. It. It is definitely. It. It hurts. To be the small guy in this situation, these these self-made uh, organizations, because that is a huge risk for them. Whereas these billionaires is like, oh yeah, let's you know what I mean. Like uh, they're on the come up with these teams, so people are paying it, you know. And then that doesn't force them to have to lower the rates. And again, I don't know if it de if it depends on the game, uh, which I'm guessing it probably does. And and I'm sure they've got a bunch of smart people up there that are running all kinds of numbers and this and that. Uh, but still, man, 25 mil for uh, uh, okay. just a, a self-made thing, it's just, that's not reasonable. No, I just think, like, I think, like, first off, because I mean, I, I kind of don't believe that whoever, whoever, I think this is 
this was made out of pure greed because to say like like uh first off like esports is probably has been highest at its prime i'm not saying it existed only five for five years but it's been coming up for the, for the from the past from the past five years it's like it's starting to get more popular more prevalent within the past five years can you imagine if you start anything five years ago and you're saying that you're going to be your buy-ins for this is like a, as if it's a professional sport like it's nfl level tier it's like you can't look at evo evo uh has been around since like beginning of like uh, in, in the late 90s to now then uh, they're just now starting to get their comeuppance maybe the past four or five years to to, mm. to get into it and still the pot size for the winner like even for the biggest winner is about maybe 35 to something thousand dollars it's not even it's not even close to six figures so like uh so i mean to say that like and then now i mean and then even a time how time and age is now with uh with like you know so many different kinds of esports teams that the, the now exist like a, a crap load more than happens now to say that uh that you're going to be to to say that you're that good like if i uh like if someone's going to say we're going to put down 25 million dollars for entrance fees and then say that your team is good enough to win is like wow i mean like that's yeah, like that's, that's, that's like you're, you're going all in yeah mm -hmm. yeah so like it doesn't even make it it doesn't even make it a business sense to even do that like like uh i mean I, i'm sorry to say it just seems i just think that these the whoever set this up was in charge of to get like a short a short uh like short term and then straight up greed because that that's that's insane nothing is worth right. 25 million dollars to uh to to go especially if you're going to go uh if you're going to call it if you're going to be a part and hide it underneath the esport uh, as an esports league that's insane yeah. oh god i can't even believe and i just it. i just <laughs> want to read this quote from that article real quick it says eight of the nine cities in in the call of duty franchise league are also represented in the overwatch league and backed by the same millionaires and billionaires for those buyers the 25 million expenditure is a way of doubling down on activision blizzard and trust in that company's ceo bobby uh Kotick. Although the city-based uh, model has commercial appeal in traditional sports, there's no data to suggest it works in esports yet. The Overwatch League and Call of Duty will be the faces of that experiment in 2020. So, I mean, they're I mean they're straight up saying like you know they're the it's untested water. So it's like I mean it legit is a hey throw in this money this may not work but if it does you know what i mean it's you know it's gambling yeah, <laughs> a gambling with a bunch of money it really is is wait so are they saying like do they kind of just say just we're just going to we're going to throw it out there here's 25 we'll we'll put the thing at 25 million dollars yeah. and uh if it bites it bites if it doesn't then oh well we'll just go we'll move on with something else is that what is that what they're essentially saying I mean, I guess, but at the same time, too, you already have now proof of performance a little bit with Overwatch League. So the COD one is not just a straight blank slate. You know what I mean? They at least have some sort of template now that they can work off of and they can model it off of that. Whether it's successful or not, I don't know. I think that's going to be up to how good uh, the Call of, D uh, Call of Duty is going to be. Yeah, I Man, mean, we're looking uh, at about 100 million people, roughly, who play Call of Duty since Call of Duty 4. Um, and let me look up the numbers real quick for Overwatch, Lee, Overwatch, because, let's see, it's about 40 million players for Overwatch. And we've seen, like, how popular Overwatch is in Overwatch League. And I think Overwatch League is incredibly successful as uh, an, or a great example of what esports can be. Um, because of the level of professionalism and the way it makes it a sport. Um, so there's potential there. But again, 25 million, uh, I don't know. I, I think it, it's still a little far-fetched. Like, yeah, you have millionaires and billionaires who have the money to spend and stuff like that. But I still don't know if there's that kind of money within esports to really like make a profit from it. I think it's a, yeah. I think it ends up being a long game thing though. I think they're looking at projections of the popularity of it and they're anticipating it it to get uh more and more popular. So they're the the ROI is not gonna come right away, right? It's gonna come a few years down the road as it gains in popularity. They've already got a stake now and they got it way cheaper than what it's gonna be when it does start exploding and stuff like that. I think that's kind of how you look at that. I don't know, but like, dude, there's going to be a there has to be a level of a plateau how far like you know esports is going to go because right now 
esports is still in its infancy, infantile state of where uh, of what it can and what it could possibly be. But even though, like, if that's the case, we don't they like it's to say that you're going to be that far ahead on saying, oh, this is going to be competitive, uh, competitive uh, COD play. Like we don't know, like if there's gonna be some sort of crazy crash that will happen, or 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 uh, a level that that's gonna be like people are gonna be falling out of love of watching watching uh, streamers or or watching YouTube streamers and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's like it to say like to to kind of go all in on that to say that you're gonna put twenty five million dollars now in this kind of in this state of where esports is. I feel it's a little early. Is where is what is what I would say. Like uh, if it was if it would come up if it's more like if it was like a, if it was more established on what esports is or a straight clarification uh, of what esports is because like you, you could talk to a hundred people and then they'll they'll have a different uh, a different answer of what, e- what 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 does esports represent so like until that until we get to that point where we kind of get like uh we can equal out and kind of say oh okay this is the this is the kind of play that we're looking for. For this kind of play in the uh, in, in esports, then that then by all means, put shoot, put a hundred million dollars. I don't care, but like, uh, <laughs> but it makes it it makes it sound. It doesn't make it. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound very good reflectively when you say you're going to put that kind of pot, and then someone's bounce, bouncing out on you because that uh, the, those fees are ridiculous. You know, I mean, like that. Yeah, that, yeah. that that's where I'm kind of yeah. at right now. Uh, yeah, because like. I've already, I mean, I'm already cool with, with like, I mean, with, with esports, with esports leagues. I definitely understand that where, that people are trying to get, trying to get that buck and then people are trying to get to be a part of that professional league. I mean, Flex is your part of it. Uh, but like, I'm just saying that they need to be smart about like what the, what the real, like where the realizations are, where on, on how or what they're trying to do to make it, uh, to make it respectable. And you can't just you can't just throw that kind of cash, even if you're a, a, a trillionaire. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, yeah. hold on, uh, real quick. I wanted to say, uh, Wilbo uh, from the stream asked, "What do you think of Overwatch coming to Switch to the Switch?" I did not know that was a thing. I didn't know. Uh, there's rumors of it. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't. Like to be honest with you, I don't know a hundred percent if it, if it is true. But personally, like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like, I really, I really don't. I mean, I really don't care. I mean, like, it's like, uh, uh, to me, like, if uh, it's funny because if you talk to my friend Preston, I always tell him like, you need to play on on PC. That's how you play it right. You know, I mean, I, that's just my <laughs> own opinion. Uh, you got to play that game right on PC. So every time when he's playing it, when I see him playing on console, I tell him, "Are you gonna play? Uh, are you playing this game right?" And he understands what I mean. And then he's like, this "Yeah, guy. no, I'm not." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry." Yeah. No, no, you play it. You play it on console or you play it on PC? I play on both. Yeah. I play oh, on play console on and PC, yeah. I don't I know don't that know. I'd play on Switch, though. with that game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's a smart move for Blizzard, uh, just purely because they're expanding their outreach, so why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it definitely it definitely is. I mean, uh, the game definitely doesn't seem like it's very, you know, high, highly, like, you know, graphically inclined for the switch to have problems playing it and then now you can play it on the go then i guess by all means but yeah i mean it's not my yes it's not my my type of game i'm glad that they're definitely going to be doing it so that'll be kind of cool yeah Uh, but uh you know we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely see um cool well uh, was there anything else you wanted to chime in on the discussion or was that it you good Nah, nah, that was yeah. I just thought that was kind of interesting and and just to see the those numbers i was like man that is that is pricey. That is a, a pricey yeah. investment with uh, no guarantee of return. That's <laughs> yeah. Good. Good thing that you. Uh, good thing they didn't do it on Battlefield Five. I guess you know. Oh wow! Could you imagine that? that Lost you. They would have been like, yeah, and that, and that is my point. That's exactly my point about like you know. I think it's too early to kind of be throwing in that kind of cash for it because. We don't know, man. I mean, you don't know if this game is going to be the the end all be all with like uh, uh, and stuff. You just gotta you gotta kind of you kind of have to find the wave of the how the community is going to attune to your to, to your game first before you're going to say, hey, it's going to be an esports league. Even though Call right. of Duty has been around for like ten years, or, or uh, the Call of Duty esports league has been around for a long period of time, it doesn't necessarily mean that every Call of Duty was a successful one uh, for the yeah. esports. You know, so, right. so yeah, so that's yeah. So there we go. All right, Flexus, you are now on the hot seat. What's going? What is up? What is your topic? 
All right. So I'm talking about a. We're gonna take it back to horror games. I'm talking about Man of oh, Medan. Medan, yeah, Medan. There we go. Medan. Man of Medan. Uh, recently, a new game was released for major platforms, including PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, called Man of Medan. This game is an interactive drama, survival, horror, role-playing game developed by Bandai Namco and Supermassive Games. It's the first in an anthology called The Dark Pictures, a series of games centered around multiplayer horror gameplay. In this specific story, you and your team start off on a dive boat in the South Pacific. You are all on a hunt for a World War II wreck, but as the storm approaches, your party becomes trapped on a ghost ship as you all desperately search to find a way to escape the ship and its horrific history. Uh, now, the game has great reviews on multiple platforms. Um, it is now currently released for $30, I believe, on all platforms. Um, it seems Whoa, $30? That the key folk- yeah, it, it's a little... Like I, I'm hoping it's going to be pretty lengthy for $30, um, considering it's one part of... The anthology, but yeah, it's only $30, which is kind of nice. Um, I think the key focus of this game is that the narrative includes extensive choice making where no playable character is safe. Each playable character can live or die based off your choices, and it, it's really heavily focused on choice making. Um, now, the really cool thing about it is it adds a multiplayer aspect to the game. Um, for couch multiplayer, it is, I think, up to four players, where if it's online co-op, it is only two. Um, but what oh, wow. I'm really interested in, obviously I'm interested to see the game, but I think it we're starting to see this rise of multiplayer horror games that we haven't really seen before. Um, you know, I can't speak a ton and or really recall a lot of games back in the day that had that were, you know, true horror games that were multiplayer, you know, I think the, the the, there's a sentiment to horror games that playing it by yourself makes the environment a lot scarier. So when you add, like, it was kind of interesting because Smitty mentions, you know, he plays Dead by Daylight with his friends. He never plays it by himself. I think that accentuates the point that, you know, the games aren't as scary when you're, you're, uh, with friends and things like that. So for this game to really say that, hey, it's going to be spooky and it's encouraging gameplay with other people, uh, I'm really intrigued to see if it, if it's going to hold up to what it's what it's uh, saying. Oh yeah, that's true. Wait, like so, uh, I guess you said this is part of the uh, of those series here. Uh, now, is the game is this this a full game or is this like let's say a chapter like episodic? From my understanding, I want to say it's a full game. Um, it is part of an anthology. Uh, I mm. want to say there's going to be four games in total released for the anthology. I, I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But uh, I want to say it is going to be a full game, full story, things like that. So it sh- I'm hoping there's going to be a lot of good content for it. Uh, $30 is nice because for a brand new game, Obviously, it's not breaking the bank too much, but yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll see for sure. I'm, I'm planning on getting it and playing it sometime this week, so you guys will get to see a little snippet of that on my channel later on. Thirty bucks—that's okay, a great that's, price. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely cool. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe a uh, possible uh, couch co-op extra live stream if we all <laughs> if we all do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be pretty. That would be pretty pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, like you were saying, there's not a lot of multiplayer uh, multiplayer horror kind of games like that. Besides, you know, maybe the thrillers here and there. The one that kind of yeah. reminds me of uh, the closest to it. It's I wouldn't call it. I guess I wouldn't really call it horror, but more like you know, multiplayer kind of uh, kind of creepy kind of stuff. Was a a game that came out on PS4, I believe, like three years, two three years ago, called Hidden Agenda. That was uh that was that would let you use your cell phone for and uh that was actually pretty fun. You could play up to eight players with it uh with the phone with it, with the phone game and uh I think the concept but I uh, kind of digress but I think the concept of this uh, with with a multiplayer kind of game that gives you that kind of freedom for the characters that you play for them to live or die and they won't tell you if you're doing it the right way or the or the wrong way yeah I think that's a, that sounds that sounds amazing to me <laughs> so yep. oh yeah yep yeah. 
I think, uh, like I said, the really interesting thing, too, is the fact that they're so adamant that this is going to be a really scary experience um, for all players playing it together. So, and I get scared easily. I totally get scared easily. I know a lot of my friends do that. We're both interested in playing the game. So I'm really excited to see how they incorporate this, like, scary atmosphere with multiple people. And, you know, how to accomplish a way to scare everyone in the room and not just a single person um, that most single-player horror games tend to do. Because I think, obviously, single-player horror games really feed off of that sense of isolation and sense of being by yourself. So, uh, like I said, I'm really excited to see how this this game accomplishes that. But kind of turning towards, again, you know, we're seeing a rise in co-op play and, and horror games. I think that's really cool to, to see that. Um, Smitty, you mentioned yeah, you play I mean, Dead by Daylight. How do you feel about multiplayer in, in horror games? I enjoy the multiplayer. That's the only reason I can play them. Again, I am a chicken, and and horror games just are not my thing, especially by myself. However, I'm able to play games like that in a multiplayer setting. I know I'm, I'm with my friends. I feel safer. We're having a good time. You know what I mean? It makes it a little less creepy, whereas if it was just me, you know, I'm, I'm all up in my head then. Yeah, I'm going to freak myself out probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so, it's, it's, oh, you know, man. the horror games are tough for me to try to play by myself um but i'm really interested in this game i'm going to buy this game uh just because it it sounds it sounds everything that i've heard so far sounds pretty legit and as long as i have france to play with then i think i'll be all right <laughs> I, I i just really would love to see y'all's reactions that's how that's what i'm really there to be honest with you just to see how this is gonna be but yeah because uh uh, yeah, I don't really scare. I won't say I scare easy, but I do. I like I do. There are the jump scares that usually sometimes get me, but like it's almost as crazy as like a flinch, but not like like creeping or freaking out or screaming or anything oh, no, like that. That, that but, is totally me. I uh, I go all out. I'm very animated when I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope it has the jump scares uh, on this. And I, and I guess the real question is though too is also like how far? How long is this? Like, is it? $30 is what I'm kind of, I mean, I shouldn't automatically think that it's going to be a short game at $30, but at the same time, I'm thinking it's going to be a short game. It has to be at least, right. at least maybe three to five hours or something like that, right? Yeah. So... Well, yeah, and I don't know that, if you guys, because I played Until Dawn. I, I haven't, I haven't finished it, but I really enjoyed uh, Until Dawn. That one was kind of, it had some, uh, some creepy elements to it, uh, but it also had a really good story, and I, I, I enjoyed it. I need to go back and finish it. Uh, so I'm excited, you know. Again, I, I, I know that they can develop, and they've come out with some, uh, with, with that game, which I really enjoyed. So I think they're gonna, I think this game's gonna, I think this game's gonna be pretty dope. I, I I'm, I'm going to buy it this week. I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh man, I definitely need to, yeah, definitely need to check this out. I think the only time I would play would be with friends though too. Like now, oh, yeah. so, like when you when you find games that are multiplayer or those pushed with multiplayer, it just seems like a better time to play with more people. You know, I mean, like like Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three is the same kind of way. It's like I like the, the game is fun, but it's better when you play with like when you play with a full team of four and like Monster yeah. Hunter. It's like you could play with a with one. You could play by yourself. You could fight these crazy monsters by yourself. But it's like. But you can't like freak out or just kind of scream or yell when you don't play with when you're not playing with your friends. So, so just to say that horror, it is incredibly rare for horrors to uh, horror games to be co-op and to for a game that's also kind of you know puzzling and things like that, like to do like how this game looks like, uh, like it's like a it's like a gem in itself. So, uh, oh, just, yeah. I just definitely am gonna, yeah, it hits a really good job. niche market. So mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm I'm hoping the game plays well and uh, I hope it does well too. So Heck, it's a new it's a new market really. I mean like can you name me another like multiplayer horror game? I don't I don't like, Yeah, you know particularly an RPG. In. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let me see. Multiplayer horror games. Let's see which what they what they come up. And I don't, I don't really consider Dead by Daylight or Jason Friday the Thirteenth to be horror game. Uh, the, the the recent ones to be horror games because they're not really, you know, horror. Uh, they're not really horror. It's more like a, it's like an arena kind of thing. So yeah, I, I mean, really like they have horror that. aspects to it. You know, it's very much like a, a thriller kind of game. But you mm-hmm. know, like 
after a while it loses that novelty and it loses that suspenseful mm-hmm. feeling and it just becomes a game of hide and seek uh yeah. and, and fix the generator <laughs> so right it's not an rpg by any means so um and again, yeah. that the, this is kind of a potentially untapped goldmine for gaming is the idea of uh, horror RPGs being multiplayer. And if you really accomplish a, a story that really, um, I guess, what's the word? It really makes you like kind of fall into the the story itself and you come mm-hmm. like very involved with it. You know, it's it's there's a lot of success I can see there, especially with with Halloween coming up. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Big time. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I just saw what I just didn't even think about this, but uh, Resident Evil Five technically is a multiplayer one. It's a multiplayer uh, horror game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. So the uh, uh, yeah. So we'll see. Like, uh, I mean, we'll definitely see how this how this goes. I mean. I would like. Uh, well, I'll probably have to go by y'all's by y'all's thing. I'm gonna play. Get, yeah, uh, here first. But uh, for the most part, I I think this is this is cool for Namco Bandai to do, and it just seems kind of like out of the blue, uh, for some of this. Then I was I couldn't help but noticing in some of the video that they they got some pretty good stars like uh like T one the guy who played T one thousand in Terminator two and, <laughs> and yeah. uh, uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Patrick. He was uh, yeah. he was at the uh, one of the videos. I was like, "What is that, Robert Patrick?" And it's like, <laughs> yep, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then uh, and what's like his I name? Said, uh, some, uh, oh, I was gonna say some reviews have already come out for the game, and it's been pretty well received. So, like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, like either five star um, out of five or like eight or nine stars out of ten. So, it's definitely mm-hmm. it's it's there's potential there. And it, like oh, yeah, graphically too, it looks decent. Like yeah. it's not the best looking game in the world, but it still looks mm-hmm. like good. Yeah, oh, yeah. I so I mean, yeah, can't really, you can't really, uh, can't really fault him on that one. If if it's if it's good and uh, I guess good enough, I suppose. And then they focus yeah. a lot more on the story. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's pretty cool. I'm definitely looking for. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to trying that one out. But that one has to be on the. Uh, uh, unfortunately for me, it has to be on the good old bench saying I will play this one eventually. But we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many games. Like just even in this week alone, I mean, they have uh what's it called? Uh uh, uh like what you got Monster Hunter Cup Friday, you got uh Borderlands 3 coming out the week after, like next week. It's it's gonna be pretty uh pretty stacked right now for uh for me. And then like that's the game that's 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 waiting for me when I get back home from my vacation. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So no, I got I got a lot of other stuff to do. So, but uh, yeah, that that will be cool. I know, I know, I can't wait. You need to also check out uh, Blair Witch, Flexus. Yes, uh, Doc, Doc is playing that. Let he was me. playing that uh, right, the other day. Down. Yeah, he said yeah. it's creepy. He said it's so creepy. Yeah, but if you like that kind of stuff, yeah, because like I was thinking about that, and uh, that's the one. That's a one player game. And it's only out on it's on uh, Xbox One and PC right now, but yeah, definitely, definitely check that out if you're if you love horror games. Uh, so uh, I don't, I'm kind of on the fence on wanting to try that one <laughs> at, at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember watching out, the movie. That movie yeah. did freak me out when I, I'm not gonna lie. That movie did freak me out when it first came out. So, not a, yeah. yeah, I am. I'm not a lesser man of admitting that. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, uh yeah, so but we'll de- we'll definitely we'll definitely see. Uh but yeah, that was a good one, uh 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 Flexus. So we'll definitely check Thank that you. one sucker out. And we'll definitely play we'll, we'll like if we do it, we should do it uh, uh, on extra life if it's interesting. It's like uh, like if it's a lot of talking and stuff, yeah. then it might be something different. But we'll see. Right. Or we could do uh <laughs> I'm just thinking or we could do uh what's it called? Uh Monster Prom or something like that. I, <laughs> I have that monster prom. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All yeah. right, so we're uh, we'll we'll cut this we'll cut this one short as all. Uh, and uh, everyone, thank you for stopping by on episode number nineteen on CFG Games. Uh, the CFG Gamecast. Sorry, I, once again trying to get the, trying to get all the credit, <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> CFG Gamecast episode number nineteen. Thank you. You can always check us out on uh, on. Uh, we always release the podcast on Mondays, and we you can check us out on uh, uh, podcast services like Apple. 
and Google Podcast, as well as uh, Podbean and everything else. And uh, as always, Smitty, what are you what are you streaming? What's your plans for streaming this week? Uh, I will be live Thursday and Friday, and then of course we'll be uh, recording the uh, episode twenty of the CFG Gamecast next Saturday. So um, it should be a good week. Wear your bow tie and uh, top hat and monocle for that one. So congratulations on that one. Uh, (laughs) I I wish I had that. (laughs) (laughs) Flexus, what are you streaming this week? All right. So I'm actually going to be streaming after this stream. I'll be doing a short little Street Fighter lobby. But tomorrow, I'm actually very excited because I'm going to be hosting a ladies' night lobby for Street Fighter. Uh, You can find us at Ladies' Night FC on Twitter. Um, we're actually getting ready to announce we have an official Twitch page, so I'm very excited we're going to get to stream on that. Otherwise, like I said, during the week, uh, I'll probably be picking up Man of Medan and playing that, so you guys can catch me there as well. So uh, just follow me on social media or follow my Twitch page to keep up with my schedule, because I tend to stream randomly. Okay, sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. Thank you. And you can also check us out, CFG Games. I too will be probably streaming. I need to get some dinner first, but uh, after that, I will be streaming some more Monster Hunter. Getting hyped for Iceborne, so needing to, to to play with some friends. So you can always join and play in with us too, as well uh, on CFG Games. Uh, we always put the friend code, and we like to have a little community of uh, of, uh, of of friends while we play. So definitely ch- stay tuned for that. Uh, unfortunately, this week uh, I will be heading out to Japan, so we're going to be putting a little bit of a uh, of a hold on the on our normal streams. But then at the same time, I will will uh, will be. I'm actually debating. I don't know. I've been thinking about it, but if I should if if I should do any kind of stream on the uh, on the floor at TGS, but uh, it's just so much work. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> it's just so too much work. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, uh, and uh, but yes, but uh, we'll definitely, but definitely check us out, CFG Games, uh, on uh, any time, and uh, for any future updates and things like that. So, once again, this is Davis signing off with Smitty and Flexus. Y'all have a great day. <laughs>